where the sneaky cinnamon scroll you just have to have. Even though you already ate a big breakfast with extra hash browns and three coffees. You'll eat until you explode. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Alex Dyson speaking to some friends of friends over in the US who oh. felt a genuine wave of relief wash over them yesterday at the after the inauguration took place. Very um, big day yesterday. Yeah. It was the relief that um, Joe Biden is now president or that Joe Exotic is not on the streets because Trump didn't pardon him. <laughs> pardon him. <laughs> like they, she said, she said, I just, I couldn't believe how emotional I felt about it all. And mm. just this feeling of relief watching over her. And she said, I never thought I'd say this sentence in my life, but I burst into tears listening to Jennifer Lopez sing. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how emotional she was. Let's get loud. Let's get loud. That's not a sad song. Just rivers <laughs> down from eyes to the corners of her mouth. <laughs> yes, well, a lot of people feeling the same because uh, Joe Biden is the President of the United States as of now. Um, a few executive orders kicking straight through, which we might get into in a moment. Um, but Matt... I was brought to tears yesterday as well, looking at old photos of you with a full head of hair. Um, you know, and they don't say, and they, they, I know that they say, don't cry because it's over, smile because it happened, but it's very hard because <laughs> it was lush, my man. Yeah, well, we have that hair uh, in our grasps and... Uh, <laughs> it's so good. It, it's really like someone's found an intact woolly mammoth from a bog, you know, <laughs> up in Scandinavia. They're like, we might be able to salvage some DNA from this and bring it back to, to life. That's what we're working with here because Matt's dad, we figured the logistics going to be sending the bag of hair down to Sydney and we're going to get Tracy, the wig expert, on the phone because, Matt O'Kind, you, you did have a brainwave. Well, look, we were discussing off-air what we should do with it. You know, do we go full wig? Do we go do pay, to pay, etc.? But we're thinking... We may have come up with an idea that could very well be a world first. So stick with us. We're going to hit Tracy with that request very, very soon. But up next, a parting tune for Presidents Gone By. This is Matt and Alex on All Day Breakfast. Hope you're having a goodie. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Yes, Matt, the saying, there's no time like the present, uh, very true for the new President Joe Biden, who has come into power after uh, Donald Trump snubbed him at the inauguration, um, flew off to Malago and uh, left Joe to get down to business. And I tell you what, he got in there and said, it's business, it's business time. Did you watch any of it, by the way? Did you did you get up at 3am to watch the inauguration? I didn't get up at 3am, but I did watch a bit of breakfast television and the old... The old Sunrise crew were chatting to former FBI director James Comey, which was very interesting because he had a big involvement in the 2016 election in which a lot of people said that his decision to uh, reopen investigation into Hillary Clinton's handling of emails was a big um, policy thing that Donald Trump pounced on and sort of really hammered home the crooked Hillary sort of narrative, Message, yep. that kind of thing. And so it was really interesting chatting to him because then, you know, a year or two into it, when he's also looking into the Russia investigation, Trump mm. ends up firing him. So he had a few different things to say. And I think Koshy asked him, like, is this man unhinged? And James, and James Kobe goes, well, I think that's that's sort of being a little bit nicer to him. It's, it's more that he's just a very, very, very bad person. <laughs> 
Which, and he, I think he said, you know, I'm paraphrasing what he said here from my recollection of what he was saying yesterday, but it was, and which is bad enough in a neighbour, let alone the president of your country. <laughs> you, you hate a very, very bad person living next door, let alone with the uh, nuclear code. So anyway, he, he had that to say about the incoming president. Joe Biden, instead of posing, and because usually you have a little coffee with the outgoing president, and there was a few people there. George W. Bush was there. President Obama was there. Um, but he went in and he got down to business. There's a stack of papers on the table, Matt, and he got, the, he got that fountain pen out. Yeah, and I'll tell you, it must be signing. out of ink now. Trying to reverse some of the big decisions that Donald Trump made, including the border wall. Yep, Biden immediately ended the national emergency that Mr. Trump declared on the border in February 2018 to divert money from the uh, Defence Department uh, for emergencies into this emergency he declared on the border to build the wall. So that got overturned. Um, he's got a mask mandate for federal buildings the next 100 days. They're mandatory. He immediately jumped back into the Paris Climate Accord to try and limit uh, global warming, as well as signing back up to the World Health Organization, which Trump got out of in the middle of a pandemic. Um, the, but- <laughs> Alex Dyson, the, the, I'm, I'm struggling here a little bit, you know, because yep. it's all good talking about all this stuff that Trump did mm. previously. Um, that now, you know, hopefully Joe Biden can fix, but it's very difficult to just sum up four mm. years of big, bad decisions, Yeah, you know, in a, in a, in just a mere podcast, you know? It's very true, Matt. You're, you're absolutely correct in that, uh, because the day after you can finally sort of look back at it clearly as a whole from a distance and you go, wow, that was, that was so mighty. It was so sprawling. How on earth are you able to? Are you going to be able to condense what's gone on in the last four years into a short, snappy, easily digestible piece of audio content? And, you know, you know, a week ago, we would, wouldn't have been able to. It would have been absolutely impossible to do. No. But, we would have needed 40 minutes. We would yeah. have needed a full the George Nagus <laughs> experience on 60 minutes. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah, absolutely. what we would have needed. But given that over the last week or so, Sea shanties have been doing the rounds. Oh, yeah. They're back in fashion. Yeah, Bron talked about them on Monday. Yeah. Finally, there's a way to sum up the Trump presidency and what exactly went on in a short, snappy, and somewhat merry at times <laughs> jaunt. And so here it is. We present you with the all-day breakfast Trump presidency retrospective via the medium of sea shanty. Stand back and stand by. Build that wall. We're going to drain the swamp. And the wall just got 10 feet taller. This was a fraudulent election. Very fine people on both sides. We love you. You're very special. Slow the testing down, please. Man, woman, person, camera, TV. This is a tale of a businessman that swamp trainers couldn't help but stand. But little did they know that he had a plan to sail the democracies. And so he sold his MAGA hats and blamed things on the Democrats. With the wind of Fox News at his back, he could do just as he pleased. Oh, I'll build a giant wall. I'll build it over ten feet tall. My crowds are big, but my hands are small. Man, woman, person, camera, TV. 
He go for luck and he tweet from bed Despite nearly half a million dead Yet he still couldn't fathom why they voted for a different presidency So he bucked his orders and they came to heel He urged the crowds to stop the, the steal We didn't know that the art of the deal was to drain the democracies Oh, I'll build a giant wall I'll build it over ten feet tall They needed one at the Capitol Man, woman, person, camera, TV But there's good people on both sides So boys, stand back and please stand by Stop the tests, just let them die Isn't that just liberty? The country all screamed, hey, no thanks And forced the man to walk the plank They bullied him harder than Stormy Spanks And saved the democracies Oh, I'll build a giant wall I'll build it over ten feet tall Then like Humpty, from it I'll fall into irrelevancy Man, woman, person, camera, TV Coffee? Yeah, go ahead. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. No, I feel a buzz. Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast is a podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Do you know what the cast stands for in podcast? Are you aware of it? No. What? What is it? It stands for casting aspersions. And that's exactly what we did on yesterday's show when you came in and said, there's two types of people in this world. And you divided uh, the entire world up into two categories, which were... Good people, decent, honest humans, and people who are late. Okay? And yeah, I, sh- I fired some shots, so put the bulletproof vest back on, okay, because I'm reloading. Where we, we asked you, if you're a late person, get in touch with us. Explain yourself. And uh, okay? we have a couple of people on the line uh, ready to cast right back at Matt O'Kine, uh, one of which is Caleb from Meriden, WA. G'day, Caleb. G'day, boys. How you doing? Good, thanks, Caleb. But you're a, you're a late person, you reckon? I am not late in my mind, but I'm late in everyone else's. <laughs> I think this is a good indication, a good insight into the into the mind of a late person here, okay? All right, so, so uh, Caleb, let's go with... With you, you identify as an on-time person. Um, what, what gives you that impression? Well, I'm on time in my books. I rock up and I do my things I need to do and I don't see a problem with it. But everyone else always seems to say that, well, you're meant to be here half an hour ago or 10 minutes ago. What, what took so long? And especially for work when I only live 200 <laughs> metres away. You live 200 metres from work, but you're late to work. About 10 minutes late every day and I get the what? same spill. Why are you late? <laughs> And, and, and what do you say? Why are you late, Caleb? Why are you late every day when you know that you need to leave 10 minutes earlier tomorrow? I was just telling the same thing every day. I was on time 10 minutes ago. I'm still on time now. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of, uh, what kind of uh, profession are you in, Caleb? I'm a farmer. Right. Okay. All right. We, so, who I, mean, are, I mean, in the why, profession, why they even... get up pretty early in the morning, don't they? Oh, we sometimes do. This time of year, we try and get out early, get home early, but then we always seem to finish early and somehow not finish late. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, you know what the time is when it's knockoff. <laughs> but, uh, it just escapes you when it's time to get started. Now, Caleb, uh, does this extend from farming into your personal life? You know, are there um, appointments, dates, any other things that uh, you've faced an issue before? 
Oh, yeah, all the time. Meant to go out for lunch. I'm half an hour late there. I might be going out for, a, you know, an evening date with the missus. Now, cancel that. Too late. What? Uh, what? So you arrived and she already left? <laughs> oh, she works in town. I work out of town. I come in, 30-minute drive. Ends up being 45 minutes because I forgot to leave. <laughs> <laughs> you are the worst bloke, honestly. What? I just don't understand how you can... Like reason with this in your head. It's easy to reason myself because I go, oh, that's all right. I'll just leave in five minutes and I'll tell them they've already left. Oh, so you not only do you arrive late, you also <laughs> give them a false hope that you will arrive on time. Even- yep, stuck in traffic on my way. <laughs> You're an even worse bike than I thought, Caleb. Worst part is there's no traffic out where I am. So it's not really uh, working too well. The farms of Meriden WA. Oh, it's it, the commuters in between. Goodness me, that's that's incredible. Now, is this doesn't seem to be like you know when you're talking to someone who have like some bad ha- New Year's resolution. I want to be on time more. You don't seem to to want to sort of change too much here, Caleb. Oh, my New Year's resolution was sort of like. I want to get more done in my day instead of going home for a three-hour lunch sort of thing, you know. So <laughs> everything seems to be extended out a little bit. Caleb, so. Caleb's New Year's resolution starting in August, uh, which is <laughs> coming up a little bit later. Thank you Thanks, so much, Caleb. Caleb. Really appreciate you chatting uh, to us, my boys. man. Uh, so we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Um, also, Matt, we did throw a little bit of shade out towards one particular profession. Hey, and, and look, I'm going to say it straight up. It's because everyone's always talking about how great they are, all right? So I, I'm finally, I'm finally going to have a go at doctors, all right? They were like, oh, they're essential workers. They're helping us through the pandemic. Matt O'Kine says, bah, well, to Claire in Adelaide. Hello, Claire. Hi, guys. I'm ready and willing to defend my people. Oh, please do, because, I mean... From my, from my side of the fence, you do a very good job, Claire. I'm very, oh, thank you. very, thank uh, you. Appreciate very appreciative look, of, of Claire, the work you do because what, what is your profession? I'm a GP. All right. And look, and hey, before mm. we get started, just know that I'll go, I'll go after anyone, all right? Australia Post, <laughs> all right? The post I office. Understand, yeah. Have you, has there ever not been a line at the post office, honestly? <laughs> I mean, just hire more people, for God's sake. All right. So. So there you go. See, I'm willing to I'm willing to take down every, everyone and anyone, Claire. But yeah. go on. Why? Why? Sometimes you go to the doctor. You're the first person there. Late. Yeah. Fair question. Fair question. Yeah. yeah. Um, look, I guess um, you know I always manage to rock up to work on time. Okay. Mm. So that's not the issue. But you get to work. You make your cup of coffee. Sit down in front of your results. Before you know it. Um, you've seen something that needs urgent attention. So perhaps you'll run late for your first appointment because you've needed to make an urgent call or organise something for somebody. Um, but to be fair, I normally am running on time for my first appointment. Right. But by maybe the second or third, things have started to uh, <laughs> decline. <laughs> a little slip. Because the thing for me is when you're sitting at the, the, the doctor's office and someone leaves the door that you know you're going to yeah. go in and the door, yeah. you, you see the GP <laughs> in there. And there's no one else in there, and the door shuts, and it remains shut for a very, very long time. And then the door opens sheepishly, Mr. Dyson. (laughs) What do you do in that time? Are you just doing Sudokus and stuff? What happens in that little between? Yeah, no, that's that's an excellent question. Rarely am I doing a to-do in that time. Um, I suppose in the age of COVID, we now have telehealth um, consultations. So sometimes we're making a... 
a phone consult that maybe mm. is quite urgent, although they get booked in, so they get their own time. It's not right. like we're just trying to squeeze them in between patient A and patient B. So, mm. you know, I guess most of the time, why do I run late? Um, normally, I'm not sitting in my room. Normally, the person I've just seen has run a bit over time. Gotcha. And, uh, you know, they've, they've done a bit of that. Third, you know, what happens, isn't it? When you're in the doctor and then they say, you, you sort of, the doctor says, oh, so is there anything else? And suddenly you just, yeah. you just scan your head <laughs> well, from scalp to toes thinking, oh, what about this? Is this a bump? Is this a weird thing here? <laughs> While I'm My here. tongue has this on it. And then suddenly you're just, yeah, yeah. You, they're just wasting time, aren't they? Oh, look, no, my, most people aren't. Most people aren't. Okay. <laughs> so I guess, I guess when you walk in the room, you don't know how long your problem's going to take. Mm. And, and neither do I, because I don't know why you've come in. So... It's obviously it's important for safety reasons um, and out of respect for the person that you mm. give them the time they need to sort no, out their issues. Well, 100%. how yeah. about this? Uh, I've got to, yeah. I've got to pitch a yeah. little idea to both of you here um, mm-hmm. that's worked very well in the world of supermarkets. Maybe we could have yep. a couple of doctors that are the eight ailments or less doctor. <laughs> <laughs> When you come in and you have to have less than eight things wrong with you and you go there and that they churn through them and the other ones who have a big shopping trolley full of crap that's wrong with them, they get to sit and, and chill Mate, in the other aisle. We've only got 15 minutes. Eight is a lot of problems to get through in 15 minutes. Well, we'll oh, see Claire, how we go. Look, I honestly, I love what you do. Thank you to yourself and all the all the doctors out there, the GP people, on, GPs, the people on the front line, people in emergency. And thanks to the uh, farmers for bringing our uh, bringing our food to us as well. Where would we be without them? Yeah. Exactly. So we're we're the we're the slack ones here. Thank you so much <laughs> in our little radio booth. Yeah. <laughs> Firing shots from the ivory tower. <laughs> Of podcasting. Uh, oh, look, it's frustrating to wait when you're at the doctor's. I don't appreciate it. No, you do a great job, Claire. Thank you so much. Fine. We'll catch you later. Thanks, Claire. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. All day breakfast. Alex Dyson, somewhere between Brisbane and Sydney, there is a truck or a plane or a man on a little motorbike with lots of rubber bands in his front tray bit. Uh, Zooming around with a small parcel that contains 16-year-old Afro hair from a young Matt O'Kine. Yes, you've been following this week's podcast. You will know that uh, Matt's dad, Mac, uh, under the stairs in his old house, found a treasure. And that treasure is the Sean scalp of Matt, including a lot of black curly hair, which, if arranged correctly, can make the now 35-year-old Matt O'Kine into a brand new old man. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Earlier this week, we chatted to uh, wig maker Tracy, who very kindly guided us through the different possibilities that you could have with Mm. a bundle of old hair. And uh, right now we've got Tracy Costa back on the line from Ascot Wigmakers. Hello, Tracy. Hi. How are you? Very good, Tracy. Uh, thank you very much for jumping back on the show. It's been a very busy week for you. What are you, what are you working on outside of this podcast? Um, oh, just some medical stuff at Ooh, the moment. Very, very nice. Okay. Um, you are the best <laughs> in the biz. Um, when we, we always go for the, for the top of any industry we talk to. And Ascot Wigmakers, as we found out, has done all sorts of things. Big... Films, as you say, medical stuff as well. And so 
when it came to making a, a wig for Matt O'Kine, um, you were the first person we talked to. And we're very happy to talk to you today because you very kindly offered to potentially next week give Matt O'Kine a consult. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, you gave us a few options that we could go with the hair, okay? What what would be the three sort of main options that we could get with uh, that big bundle of hair? Oh, so I would say toupee, mm-hmm. um, uh, merkin or chest hair, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So well, I, I didn't realise the chest hair was in the game. Um, <laughs> that's not bad. Do you get many uh, requests for that? Um, no, usually just if it's film. Um, I was thinking, I haven't made, actually, I've never made a merkin for a male. I've only made female merkins. Okay, I've made okay. Merkin well, for a dead body in dead calm. Wait, you, you, made, you made the merkin for a dead body in, in, in yeah, that movie Dead Calm? Yeah, floating in the water. Oh, oh okay. whoa. Okay. <laughs> I guess that's that's something you never think about when you're watching these crime shows and they've got to have these grizzly scenes of of a, you know, a deceased person floating around. They make the model, but they're like, okay. We what, need what, do they, what do they yeah. Google for pubic hair for a fake dead body? And they find you, Tracy. I know. Well, anything hairy, they know. I can make. Well, and that's why we've come to you because you're the best of the best. Now, Tracy, off air, Alex and I, I mean, would you call it an argument? We had a, we had a, a tense discussion. Bron, our producer was in the room. We, okay. We all had, we all put in our votes. Okay. Mm. What we wanted because I, I want to feel 19 again. Okay. And I want my, I, I want some hair back on my head. Mm. All right. Alex Dyson. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just saying the um, you know, your above your belt line is just looking. There's not there's not a ch- snail trail to be seen <laughs> down there. So Alex wants the merkin. All right. Now you've yeah. thrown here chest hair into the mix. Okay, that was that wasn't <laughs> even on our radar. All right. So we thought we'd we thought we'd come up with something that was quite groundbreaking. We feel, and you mm. tell us if this has ever existed before. Okay. So obviously the toupee is a thing. Obviously a merkin exists. All right. What about this, Tracy? The Turkin. All right. The toupee <laughs> Merkin. It's a two in one. It's a convertible. All right. Which which you can yeah. go from you can go from top to bottom without needing a set of stairs if you get my drift, all right? <laughs> so what do we think? Oh, definitely. Anything is possible. All that right, well there incredible. we go. Okay. I mean we could even make it a chichurkin, you know, because t- <laughs> yes. if there's a tadakin, right? The yeah. Turkey duck and the chicken. Why not the 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 chirkin, the the toupee chest hair merkin? Mm. Is that too much? Oh yeah. Okay. Um, Given this is absolutely uh, new to the world, is grammar? It's a world first. We, I guess, we get to call it a name. Tracy, I'll run it past you. There's a toupee merkin, okay, combo, which could be a turkin. What I thought potentially a wig slash merkin, which would be, of course, a workin. And then if you see someone, you know, at the club. To pay on, suddenly move it down to the to the belt buckle. <laughs> what you say is, oh yeah, he's working it. He's working it. What do you reckon, Tracy? Oh yes, I think that's great. I have to say, I've never made one of those, but up to the challenge. See, I'd be inclined if you're at the club, someone's doing a little shaking their bum bum. You know what I mean? And they they wear the toupee, slide it down to downstairs. What they're actually doing is. Working, twerking, and turkin. Okay. <laughs> so, so I, well, I'm actually thinking, yeah, would it be like a donut shape? 
But then I was thinking probably it would be like a big moustache. A big moustache. A big moustache. Well, okay, so the top of my head, right, has got, you know, mm. there's really not much in the sort of widow's peaky, like a whole sort of triangle of vacant land on my forehead. And I figure that that triangle kind of looks like a pubis region mm. anyway. That's so what do I'm you thinking too. The big moustache yeah. will blend in the hair that you've already got. Mm-hmm. And then exactly. it will be American as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so um, the Great Pyramids on top, Mapatazzi down below. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Take me on a geography mm-hmm. lesson, Tracy. That's what I want to. <laughs> that's what I want to see. Well, Tracy is the best in the business, and with when it comes to wigs and merkins, anything is possible. When you have Tracy Costa on the case, so Tracy, uh, next week we're going to get Matt to try and come out and visit you for a consult. We're going to come up with this groundbreaking thing, which I'm very excited about because we, as we all know. Um, all fashion is usually the best when it is versatile. I'm thinking pants with zips so you can turn them into shorts, okay, reversible jackets, whether a Legionnaire's cap that you can take a chin rag off the back. Suddenly the next one added to that list is the Turkin. And so... It might take off. might take off. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. It might take off. It might stay on as well. Do you know what I mean? All Beautiful night. stuff. Well, thank you very much, Tracy. You're very kind thank to be <laughs> talking about <Thanks> so much. <laughs> talking about all this with us because this is our first foray into Merkins, and so we were just wide-eyed and you know bushy-tailed, and so we are you know just like you know boys in a candy shop at the moment. But we need you to keep reining us in, and we'll be talking about Turkin very very soon with you. Yep, I'll see you soon. Thanks, Tracy. Okay. Honestly, thank I don't you. know. Why you're you're too generous, honestly. You are the best, Tracy. You're our favourite person. So thank you very much for talking to us. Thank you. Alex Dyson, I can't remember who what the comedian who the comedian was who said it, but I remember they were talking about how losable lip balm is. Ah, uh, right, right, because right. Because it's rounded. Yeah. And it rolls. Yeah. Because if it was if it was square and you dropped it, it would just stay where it is. But instead you drop it mm. and then it rolls away. I had the old roll effect happen to me the other day. I wasn't very happy about it. Your lip gone balm rolled some... off the No, nah, it wasn't bench. lip balm. It was I was it was um I was gone to see some friends getting out of the car. Um and I had my hands full, a lot of stuff, you know. It was a classic again. We got invited to lunch and then Belinda, too nice. Says, oh, let's t- we'll take dessert. So we're, we've taken dessert. I'm I'm carrying all these empty bowls, you know, that that, that have ca- contained the said dessert. Because if stuff. you if you leave them at that house, you may as well kiss them goodbye, my friend. <laughs> oh, no one's going back other, to pick up the plates. The other house may as well sign that Tupperware adoption <laughs> papers because they are going to be living with them for the rest of their days. But I got I got a sweet stubby cooler from as a gift from um from Nick whose house I was at. Uh, he's in a band called Setmo. Got a sweet Setmo stubby cooler. Ooh. But hands very full. Drop the stubby cooler, and and I'm like, oh, it's okay. It's just it's just in front of me. But it wasn't just in front of me. This is mm. just as I get out of the car, I couldn't find it, and because it's rounded, it rolled. But it it just kept rolling. And it rolled all the way under the car next to me, which is this old vintage car, which I have huge beef with because they always park really close to my car and I can never open the door without being terrified that I'm going to scratch it. And it rolled all the way underneath into this oil puddle that's underneath <laughs> the car. So I'm asking you, what's rolled where? <laughs> what's rolled yeah. 
Where? Well, I know, like, if you drop a 20 cents, it, I've dropped a 20 cents before and it's hit my shoe and it's off <laughs> to the races. It is. It's like a it game of pinball. Down, just down the road. <laughs> you're running after it like, like a, a, a 1840s girl spinning a hula hoop, my friend, because that is down. There's no getting that. But it's like that, that cheese in Scotland where they race it down the hill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they absolutely eat it on this hill of cheese. So well, well there's I mean, your first one. If you've done that before, get in touch with what's yeah, world where. If you've raced cheese before, <laughs> let us know. I want to talk to Australia's best cheese racer, God damn it! Okay, Matt and Alex are going to do anything in 2021 and talk to Australia's best camembert roller. Live your dreams! <laughs> Live your dreams. <laughs> anyway. Um, but what's rolled where? That's what I want to <laughs> know, okay? And actually, our audio producer, Chris Marsh, has just stepped into the studio. Marsha, you have something that's rolled somewhere. Yes. My first ever car. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh. oh, no. I mean, it's supposed to roll, yeah, um, hopefully yeah. with your foot on the accelerator. No, so it was a uh, 1983 XE Falcon. <laughs> Uh, Great vintage. Great vintage. Big white with the (laughs) S-Pack. Parked in our carport at home, which was um, three bays with concrete brick pillars Mm. separating each bay. And I've hopped in one day and gone to back out and looked in the side mirror and there's hay bales behind behind my car. I'm like, what is dad doing? Hopped out. We lived on a farm, but still. So I've whacked it back into park, but I didn't put the handbrake on. Opened the door, jumped out, gone to the back of the car, moved the hay bales, and at that point it slipped into reverse. Oh. And the handbrake's not on, so the car starts coming back towards me. (laughs) And you bailed. Well, I'm behind (laughs) the car. Yeah. So then as it comes back, the, the driver's door is open, hits the pillar, Oh, the concrete pillar, yep. Bends fully around. Hyperextension. <laughs> yep. Full hyperextension to be flushed with the front bumper. No, no. And at that point, I dived through the now giant wide open door <laughs> to put my foot on the brake and, and uh, stop it. Goodness me. And so, so wow. you just turned it into a paddock bomb? Is that what you farmers do? No, so we had to go like scouring you... the wreckers for other XE Falcons and find a white door. It kind of sounds like you had like a DeLorean-style door. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Of, like, yeah. a, like just a flap yeah. flapping in the wind. And well, you don't have to go white door. You've got a really... Castle main it up and uh, get a different coloured door. Different colour panels. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's where you country. know. That's authentic yeah. right there. Um, someone else who has something that's rolled where, a good friend of the show, Woods, is the goods joining us live from uh, hey. from home. Hello, Woods. <laughs> hey. I did have an incident where something rolled where it really, it would be more convenient if it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> hey, okay. So it's set the scene. Where were you and what were you, what was rolling? Well, I have a few sort of, Bad plane incidents, which I feel like Alex mentioned my one with the water bottle recently. Yeah. But yep. um, another one that happened whilst um, flying was, uh, so I had my backpack. I really like backpacks. There's like the front sort of um, sleeve. I was like foraging through and um, it was like in the cabin above some people. And, um, and an object rolled down onto a couple below the sort of, um, what do you call it? The overhead. The overhead compartment. Yeah. It rolled down and neatly nestled between like a couple, like in between their shoulders. And they both mm. looked down and, and uh, they were like, oh, and like passed me it. 
and it was a tampon, <laughs> um, <laughs> which we all kind of realized it at the same time where they looked down to be like, we'll help. And then we all looked <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 no. And then they both passed it to me. So they pinched, like they pinched each side <laughs> together and <laughs> presented it to you. Here, yeah. you've, you've dropped this. Here you go. You've dropped that. And I was like, thank you. Um, but it was just something, I don't know. I <laughs> love that bad. they both held it together <laughs> to present it back to you like it's some ancient scroll or something, you know, while they were both trapped on a Chinese finger lock or something <laughs> <laughs> on either side of it. But... Oh, well, look, I'm glad you got it back. Um, that's the main thing. You didn't get, you know, caught in a situation. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much, Woods. Yeah, no worries. I'll see you at home, Alex. All right, catch you then. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is, should I, do you want to pick up some shopping on the way home? Yeah, good, good, good. All right. This is all day breakfast. <laughs> All day breakfast with a cup of tea with a tea bag stuck in it. Mm-mm. Well, that brings the end of a very big Friday on All Day Breakfast. Thank you very much for uh, spending your ear time with us this morning, um, Matt. Thank you to all the pirates who joined <laughs> us to sing the Trump Sea Shanty. Uh, shout out to Tracy Costa, our wig maker. Also, <laughs> Woods is the Goods yeah. and Chris Marsh for telling us what roles were, and also. Claire and Caleb for uh, explaining themselves why lateness is ever okay. Can I, I just get a? Can I just do an extra extra thanks to Tracy the wig maker because she is literally the best in the business and she is so lovely and kind and is actually going to be giving you a fitting next week for a wig slash merkin. <laughs> if you well, genuinely, <laughs> if you have any reason to get a wig. Ascot wig makers, <laughs> make it your one-stop shop because I cannot. But you said after we talked to her, I can't believe you. She even picks up the phone throughout. <laughs> no, you would have blocked us by now. Hey, absolutely would be keeping us on red. What an absolute angel! Thank you, Tracy, and thank overall to you because uh, you listening keeps all day breakfast up on the road. So it's been a pleasure hanging out with you. Stay safe. Um, and let's let's have a big old party weekend. A few songs being counted down, Matt. You're gonna be you're gonna be listening. I'll be listening with my with our mate KLP. Fingers crossed. Hoping Woo! there's uh, special numbers next to her name. I voted but, for uh, that song with Stacey Cadet. Energy. It was good stuff. And you have got a little party going on, Alex oh, Dyson. Man, I wish you could make the party at Bob Bar. If you are in Melbourne, come along from twelve o'clock to uh, have a little bit of a boogie uh, whilst. Alex Dyson makes use of his RSA, um, which will be good. Hopefully this year I don't get pulled outside by um, street trading teams. Um, oh, for breaches. No, it was fine. I was, I was just checking up on us. <laughs> but um, that shows how lit it can get um, <laughs> down there, the final day of Bob. But um, thank you very much. Keep in touch with us at Matt Donand and Alex on Instagram and have an awesome weekend. We will catch you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au.